Hello, loyal listeners. My apologies for the lateness of this episode. I've had some technical difficulties. I do not apologize for the lateness of that last episode, because that was totally on the cavalier. Seriously, recording me saving your lame butt does not count as doing your episode. It was not my turn. You were the late one. That said, yes, when I rescued the Cavalier and myself from Nightmare's prison, I did do exactly the same thing I complained about my cousin doing during the invasion. And no, it wasn't smart, but things were a little desperate, and as I've explained to Grandfather and the morons at the White Tower and other people, I'm better at it than he is. I am better at it than Emerald Siren is. Still, there have been quirks since. But don't worry, I'm working on it. And don't intend to release super powerful psychic vampires because I'm in a snit. Also, to whatever hero took advantage of me being trapped, to come into my place and steal my laptop, I know it was you, Shrike. It's just a laptop. I use it to make this podcast. There is nothing super techy or, or super anything in it because tech is not my super thing. Got it? Please give it back. Also, as many of you know, I usually object when other supervillains take a go at the Cavalier because, well, he's mine to play with. But this time, I'm going to make an exception. That was beautiful, Override. Keep doing what you do. And I guess that brings us to our first movie of this episode. I'm going to start with The Incredibles. It's an animated movie from 2004. In this movie, superheroes have been retired due to all of the lawsuits based on damage they do fighting supervillains. Bob Parr, fa father of the family the movie follows, is now working in, like, insurance or something. I'm not really sure. It's not gonna matter. But him and his old friend Frozone perform vigilante work at night in secret. One day when Bob is particularly frustrated with the not being able to hero anymore, a mysterious woman calls him and sends him to an island to stop a giant killer robot. Because you should always take superhero missions from women you've never heard of before that can totally in no way go wrong. But Bob is happy, and he gets all into heroing again and makes new costumes for him and his family, who he still hasn't told he's heroing again, and generally is having a lot of fun. Until he discovers the mysterious woman is working for a former fan of his who has turned supervillain and now calls himself Syndrome, and that his defeat of the giant robot was basically just a test run so that Syndrome could, you know, redesign it so it would be less easy to defeat next time which is really pretty clever. Meanwhile, Helen, not being quite as dim as her husband, figures out what's going on and heads out to save him. But the kids stow away, so it now becomes a family affair. Syndrome notices the plane and shoots it down, but Helen and the kids survive and make it to the island, even though Bob now thinks they're dead. Helen proceeds to the base to find Bob, discovers Syndrome's intentions, 
Meanwhile, the lady that called Bob in the first place has discovered Sintram's true plans, which you should really always tell your minions, because if you don't, well, then they discover them and turn on you, and that never works out well. The kids escape captivity, find their parents, and all of them get captured by Syndrome, who then heads off to Metroville, their hometown, to initiate his plan. With the help of his now disillusioned assistant, the Pars escape and pursue Syndrome. In Metroville, the Omnidroid proves to be a little too much for Syndrome to handle and rampages through the city. The Pars and Bob's friend from earlier team up, fight the robot, and tear its power source out, destroying it. Syndrome escapes, tries to kidnap the baby of the family, and gets accidentally killed in the process. We're shocked. Overall, as has been the case with most of our animated kids' movies on this podcast, this one is pretty good. It's engaging, the plot makes sense, and the characters are real characters. So, I'm giving it a thumbs up. The second movie I watched for this episode was Superman Returns. In this one, Superman has been gone from Earth for a couple of years because he went to try and find the remains of Krypton or something. Not important. He's back after a long absence. That's the point. He comes back to a changed world. It's mostly moved on without him. Lois Lane has moved on without him and has a fiancé and a kid who's about five years old. Lex Luthor, who was in prison when he left, is out and up to his old tricks again. And Superman has to prove he's back by rescuing Lois Lane almost immediately. The world is pretty happy that he's returned. And a few minor crime, Lex Luthor crime incidents occur, including Lex stealing kryptonite from a local museum, which of course will totally not come up in the finale of this movie, right? Right. So Lex has a big complicated plan involving crystals and land masses, and it doesn't really make much sense, as so often is the case in these movies. And Lois Lane, of course, stumbles into it and gets her and her son kidnapped, at which point Lex Luthor notices the kid has a mild reaction to kryptonite and starts suspecting that Lois's fiancé isn't the boy's real father. Lois insists that he is, though. She is proved wrong almost immediately after Lex leaves, and the kid throws a piano at one of his henchmen. Meanwhile, Superman is in Metropolis trying to deal with you all of the collateral damage that Lex's plan is causing. He eventually figures out that Lois has been kidnapped and heads off to rescue her, though, because that's sort of what he does. Superman gets stabbed with kryptonite, but manages to get rid of the new landmass or whatever it is that Lex is growing, gets rescued by Lois because he's still got kryptonite in him, gets hospitalized, is in a coma for a while, but eventually wakes up up and the world is still happy to have him. Look, I'm sorry, this movie just isn't very interesting. I tried to make the recap interesting, but there's not a lot going on. What is going on doesn't make a lot of sense motivation-wise, and yeah, it's just not very good. I'm gonna say skip this one. I mean, I guess if you're bored and it's on, it's not particularly offensive, unlike some others we've watched. And it's not completely senseless, unlike some others we've watched. But it just doesn't really go anywhere, say anything, or do much. So overall, I'm going to say give this one a pass. And that's about it for this episode, folks. We're working on getting Demographics Watch up on the website so you don't have to listen to it here anymore. You can listen to us there at iTunes, on SoundCloud, or on Stitcher. 
and leave reviews or comment on any of those places. You can totally email us at tropiccyclone or the cavalier at superfrenemies.com with movie suggestions or other suggestions. And barring kidnappings, we should be back to our regularly scheduled podcast. I mean, it would help if I had my laptop back, but we do what we can. Oh, one final note. Yes, I am still Atlantis's ambassador to the surface world. No, I am still not allowed to play with the Kraken. And yes, if you have something absolutely urgent that you feel Grandfather needs to hear, you can tell me and I'll decide if you're right. And if you're right, I'll probably even tell him. That's it for this week. Look forward to hearing from the Cavalier real soon.